Biebs. Heck yeah, dude. JB. I don't think there's anything better than the JB Christmas album. Am I wrong? Our legal team's working it out right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, did they move over from uh, from Joe Rogan's podcast to finally start helping us? They've been they've been helping us out since episode one, and we've needed a lot of help. <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back, go. episode five. Still, s- still on the air. I can't believe we've made it this far. So far. Gotta, gotta add the qualifier so far. And we're global now, right? We are global. Ah, yes. The, the Swedes, they love us. And a Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> Thought it was Denmark. Less, less than 1%. Uh, Denmark and Canada. Oh no! Is it Denmark? I thought the Swedes loved us. <laughs> wow! The Swedes don't Wait love us. Swedes don't us. All right. Well, it's all not yet. And just not Americans. Just give it some time. Them. There's Americans and then not Americans. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know why that like those country drop downs like have so many options. It should just be American. Non-American. Non-American. All it needs on your passport, your driver's license, American or non-American. Uh. All right, Caleb, kick us off. All right. Okay. Now that we've got the ignorance out, oh, of, the way, out of the way, uh, let's move into our active podcast. Um, so the first section we have here is the news, and that is brought to you by um, our first sponsor. Um, it is Santa Claus. Whether you've been good or bad, he's always watching you. Thank you for that sponsor, Santa. Yeah. Um, the news this week, you know, I don't think anything really happened very big at all, right? It's not like we have a vaccine now or anything. So I thought we would actually talk about the vaccine. Uh, I know Joe was able to receive the first dose today. Um that's big news here in America because hopefully it means one step closer to going back to our normal lives. Um, but where do you guys all stand on the vaccine? Would you get it? Or, you know, Joe is going to get it. Would you get it? Why or why not? Uh, well, I got the first dose today. I got the Pfizer vaccine. There's a second dose you got to get in like 21 days. Um, Obviously, I got it, so I think it's going to be fine. I think there's probably going to be some side effects in a small percentage of people because that's the case in any medication, any vaccine. Um, I don't think that it's something that we need to be, you know, real worried about or scared about. I have, you know, people that I'm close to who do think that, you know, that aren't going to get it, who are worried about it. I don't buy it. I think it's going to be fine. I think this is one step closer to getting back to normal. Um, I didn't die when I got the vaccine. Um it honestly, I, I sometimes I'm a little bit sore after the flu shot and this one really nothing. So I think we're going to make it. Uh, I hope it gets us closer to, uh, you know, a normal, um, life and not having to wear masks everywhere. So I am for it. And that's my, that's my opinion. Yes. But other than that, it's been fine. High functioning. So, uh, did you get autism from it? Okay, because I've okay. Yes, I've been told reliably by Facebook moms that uh, vaccinations cause autism. So I just wanted to make sure that that was indeed true. Okay, cool, good, 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 good. I mean, I'm like I'm glad that you guys are going to get the vaccine because I I don't want to get it too risky for me. (laughs) So you guys can be my herd immunity. Hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm probably gonna get it. I just I I don't want. I'm tired of wearing a mask everywhere. I just I want things to start going back to normal. And if going back to normal means making or taking a slight risk with a vaccination, it, then I'll of, take uh, it. Like vaccine card. And so if you're waiting in line to go into a store because they're at their max capacity, you can just yeah. flash your card and be like, I don't count. I'm vaccinated. I don't know. I think that's that there's going to be like people who like try to like scan the system and like <laughs> fake one or whatever, you know, like that's just going to lead to discrimination. I think, I think um, if you want to get it, you should get it. And I think the more people that do get it, the better. 
Um, the last poll I saw was like something about eighty percent of Americans think that um, they plan on getting it. So oh, that's much we better. We will reach her. Yeah, yeah, a lot better. And once more people start getting it, and people realize that we're not all dying or turning into zombies or getting microchipped by Bill Gates, <laughs> more people are going to be more comfortable with it, start getting it, and we will get herd immunity. Well, and obviously I'm not a medical professional, but with vaccinations, they don't even know the side effects of it until like 10, 20 years down the road, right? For most of these, like, it's not, it's not like waiting. I think it depends on the vaccination. You're not going to be able to tell really really any side effects immediately from this. There's no way to predict that one way or the other. Isn't it? um, Yeah. Most vaccines, I think it's a acute issue so it's within the first like month or so they'll see side effects like you know it's very rare you may get Guillain-Barre or Guillain-Barre syndrome but you know that's very very few um I think the thing I've heard most people talking about at work um with this that these are like two or three people who said they're not going to get it is because they heard that it has fetal material inside from a 14 week old aborted Caucasian fetus, which is very specific. So I don't know how that can possibly be true for all the vaccines or... I don't think that's the case. I think the ingredients are, are um, on it. Like, they, the sheet I got, like, said with, you know, what was put into it. Yeah. Now, I think that it's possible they could have used some fetal material, but I also think that, that there's probably some sensationalism with that. For people who are not going to get it anyway, they're going to look for any little bit of information, even if it's made up and use that as an excuse and not get it. But these people are not going to get the vaccine to begin. Yeah, I would agree with you. I heard it has uh, Satan's piss and uh, 666 written on all the vials. vials Is that true? Confirm or deny. (laughs) Joe, don't deny it. It's because they were hiding it from you, Joe. Don't deny it. Obviously it does. Wasn't it made by... um, uh, like Lucifer Company or something like that. Something like that. Pfizer, Lucifer, I can't remember. <laughs> it was weird, though, because, like, mm-hmm. when we went to get it, like, mm-hmm. there were a bunch of, like, Russian yeah. guards with, like, AK-47s, like, helping us in. And I don't know about that. But they just, they're just trying to help, I think. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're just, I they're just being you. nice, you know, helping out, helping out us Americans. So who do you think is someone or what group of people that should get the vaccine sooner than they actually are going to get it, like based on their order of priority. Like I was thinking about this today. We had a, a work call and the parents were mad because, you know, none of their, their kids can't go take pictures with Santa. And that's when it hit me. <laughs> that should be the number one priority oh is getting the vaccine to all the mall Santas oh. so we can still get our pictures with Santa. Uh, man, I think, I think in order, probably healthcare, right? Healthcare workers, then in- everyone like actually in the hospitals, right? Probably at the same time or, you know, as, as quickly it's- as, as possible. And then the mall Santas. And then, uh, <laughs> and then the mall Santas and then the rest of the public. I think, uh, yeah, I, I don't think know. like the uh, the elderly probably should be a higher priority because they're the most likely to die from COVID. I think healthcare providers are up there because we're in contact with like all every patient I take care of now has COVID. I'm on the COVID floor. So um, I think healthcare providers should be up there, you know, uh, as well. Um, and it, and we are based off, you know, how they're, how they're doing this. Um, and then after that, people who are in the, the so-called essential jobs that are still having to go to work, I think you put them in there, which would include, I guess, the mall Santa, if he's still working, if he's working from home, like over zoom, but no, but <laughs> yeah. Why don't they just do that? Why don't they just, like, it's set up not like a the same Gary. It's not the same. <laughs> I, okay. Yeah, you're right. Stupid idea. Sorry. They would much rather have their kids get on a pervert's lap than just Zoom call him, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need this. I, I need yes, this. That's... <laughs> <laughs> who who started that idea? Who was like, you know what? We're gonna sit my child on some grown ass man's lap and he's my child is gonna tell this man, this stranger, what he wants for Christmas. And this is gonna be a good idea. 
and we're going to get pictures so that my child can be scarred and remember this for the rest of his life. Whose idea was it that? It had to be a perverted Santa. Like, that's, <laughs> that's who it had to be. It has to be. It has to be, right? But it's our fault it for, just, like, continuing to do it, like, year after year. It's on us. Yeah, we feed into it. <laughs> you could probably You could probably find a whole category of, like, things that we don't think twice about but they probably had a weird beginning like like milk like milking yeah. a cow like who's the first <laughs> yeah. person who thought i should put this in my mouth or <laughs> there's the family guy uh skit about the turkey stuffing like who wants oh, to try yeah. my butthole bread <laughs> <laughs> who wants to bring me their kids and set them on my lap yeah, exactly. That doesn't sound good when you say it like that. Ah, me. <laughs> the Google machine go says um, December of 1890. There's someone who owned a, um, let's see, he owned a dry goods store. Oh, that sounds like a front. We'll sell it. Yeah. But to uh, to pivot back, eighteen sixty, eighteen ninety. Uh, yeah. See, people didn't know anything back then. Okay, we we didn't have we didn't have black Americans or females getting the right to vote, so we didn't know anything back then. Okay, we it's probably time we put this idea down, and I and I think Bogash should be the one to nominate it. I think we should be the the brunt of this. Of this, okay? I think we need to get the that's word our, out. No more mall Santas. That's our order of business once we get famous. No more mall Santas. Yeah, no more. Yeah, no more of this creepiness. <laughs> Should we kidnap a small Santa to send a message? <laughs> you know, I feel like, I mean, maybe this is the wrong way to approach this, but I feel like one way that you could probably put an end to it is be your own, like, you be the Santa and you cause a problem mm-hmm. that then makes everyone rethink Maybe we shouldn't yeah, be doing exactly. this. Yeah. I volunteer Joe as tribute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't. I think uh, Joe let's pivot back to. Give us your best ho, 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 Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. Can okay. you guys even hear me anymore? <laughs> You're not a good Santa then. You failed. <laughs> well, that was a good. Uh, COVID vaccine discussion. Yeah, thank you, Caleb. Uh, Alex, how come you're against the uh, vaccine? Oh, I, I was just making that statement just so you'd argue with me. I didn't. I don't want to argue. But, but no, nobody, nobody took me up on it. No. Well, I'm not I, actually I know, an anti-vaxer. Yeah, I feel. You never know. There's a certain swab of the population that is. So you just never know who you're going to run into that is. Hmm. Well, you won't because they're all dead. Oh, <laughs> dang. That's I think not it. I think it's interesting how it's, you know, it's, it's not really like politically split. It's kind of like half the anti-vaxxers are on the right and half of them are on the left, but they still can't get along regardless. Like no one yeah. fully agree. Well, it was, uh, it was Kamala Harris that was like, she was saying a couple months ago when the when Trump was saying that the vaccine was almost ready, and she said that she, she should wasn't going to take it and that nobody else should take it mm-hmm. yeah. because I was like, man, coming from the the le- the party that always accuses the the right of being anti science, you're like you're the ones that are always saying that you're the party of science, and now you're now you're not going to take a vaccine because of the guy that's uh, it's not like like what did she think? Did Trump was like you know using a beaker, you know, peering <laughs> over here, like making the beaker, like, okay, all right, let's stir in those ingredients. What is it? What is it again? Half a cup of sugar? Okay, all right. Okay. Is, yeah. is that not how it was made? Uh, uh, to them, I guess it was. I don't know. I, I don't get it. <laughs> I'm gonna, I don't care. I don't care if it was Hitler making, well, eh, maybe. <laughs> I, I might take, if I had Jewish heritage, I might, I might question it, but. I'll let someone else take it first and then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So who's uh who's up next? We got Joe. All righty. 
this segment is sponsored by Circle Coffee. It's a local coffee um, business run by a dear friend, David Vincent. They can cater to weddings or other get-togethers, great coffee, great service. Uh, little known fact, David Vincent is also known for being um, an almost <laughs> professional FIFA player. He, ent- he uh, entered a lot of tournaments back in the day, mm-hmm. came up so close, got second place multiple times in a row at the, uh, the uh, Swickard uh, La Casa tournament, but uh, never quite got that first place, uh, place uh, prize. So, But great coffee, great guy. I guess you should check him out at Circle <laughs> Coffee. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Circle Coffee. Um, all right, so for this segment, what I've got is a little bit of trivia for you guys. This is a competition. There's a prize at the end. Um, it's, this is a holiday trivia. So the way we're going to do this is we're going to go in order. I'm going to call your name. I'm going to ask you a question. If you get it right, you get a point, okay? Okay, I'm ready. All righty. So let's start with Alex. Oh, boy. Okay. Alex, how many ghosts show up in A Christmas Carol? Um, I think it is three. That is incorrect. It is four. Four. Yep. Gosh darn it, Alex. I'm zero points. I'm stupid. Yep. All right. Okay. Thanks for coming, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) That one's too easy. So we're gonna go to. We're gonna do a hard one here. Andrew, don't do a hard one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What are you doing? Was baby Jesus born at? I'm not gonna ask you that. I think you would know. So. What? What? Okay. Right. It was like a pause that was awkward, and I didn't know what to... Okay, we'll keep going. The movie Miracle on 34th Street is based on what real-life department store? Um, Miracle 34th on what? Street. 34th? I... Uh... I don't know what that is, but I'm going to guess Macy's. That is correct. Good guess. Ooh, guess. Wow. Yes. All right. Um, Garrett. Shoot. In the movie Home Alone, where are the McAllisters going on vacation when they leave Kevin behind? Uh... uh... It is, is it Paris? Paris. See, and I thought somebody was going to guess Florida because okay. in the second one it is Florida. The first one it is Paris. Okay, yeah, I thought I thought it was I thought it was Paris, but I haven't seen that movie in like it's a, a good couple movie. years. So. I've watched it every year, as we discussed last week. <laughs> Top movies. All right, Caleb, which Hollywood actor played six different roles in the movie The Polar Express? Oh. um... You should know this. We just had a, this discussion in our movie group. I did not See? attend that movie group. Uh, you blew it. Um, Got to do your research. Gosh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to remember. Um, is it um, um, Hanks? Tom it Hanks? is. Oh, my. What a good get. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well done. All right. We're back around to Alex, who is the only one without a point on scoreboard. Right, here we go. Which country did eggnog originate from? Jeez. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was not the U.S. Hmm, well, I thought everything was made in the U.S., so... It's probably not. It's probably not China either. <laughs> it's either U.S. or not U.S. Remember, that's true. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know. This seems like. Let's go Ireland. Nope. It is England. So it's close, oh. you know, mm-hmm. but still at zero. Yeah, close. I mean, seems like wild drinks would be uh-huh, right up their uh-huh. alley. All right, Mr. Andrew, you are up next. Okay. What is Ralphie's little brother's name in the movie A Christmas Story? I don't know. You've never seen it? I have, but I don't remember the last time. Anybody want to help him out? I don't know it either. No, not for a point. Do the rest of us get to guess? Call it out. It is Randy. Oh, it's it's Randy. All right. We're back around. That's. I do not remember that one, Andrew. That's like our. 
That's the one we watch all the time. So all right, we're on to Garrett again. Uh, which country started the oh, tradition of okay. putting up a Christmas tree? Not the U.S. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you have to throw That's that in easy. there. Uh, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like it's either Germany or France. I feel like they would be one of the two. I'm going to say Ger- it, Germany, it but I'm not Germany. like 100%. I, I'm like 60%. Wow. Garrett. Caleb, here we go. <laughs> what is the highest grossing Christmas movie of all time? Die Hard. Oh, gosh, I don't know this. Is that your final answer? Well, it depends. Is that counted as a Christmas movie in this this list or I, not? I don't. I, I don't know. If he doesn't he know, doesn't it's not know. that. Yeah, this is tough. Not it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was clever. He fooled me. Switching your answer. <laughs> is it? Um, is it Elf? No, it's Home Alone. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. So now we're in the knockout stage, Alex. Unfortunately. You've been knocked the out first one? at zero points. Well, you should ask me better <laughs> questions next time. Um, we're on to... Yeah, it's your fault. Andrew, you're up next. How many gifts in total were given in the 12 Days of Christmas song? Um... Can you do some quick math? I feel like it's not 12 <laughs> because that seems too easy. Uh, so 13. No, three. No. Wait, no, tw- it, it, it's yeah. You have to do cause it's like it's one of this, on, two of this, four of this. Day. No, you guys, I think yeah, you guys no, are no, misunderstanding know, the question. I, think, I don't know if Andrew misunderstood okay. the question. Yeah. As the twelfth day, not the twelve days. It's oh, three hundred sixty-four because it keeps repeating itself all the way up, and if you add all those up, it's three hundred sixty-four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a tough one. Though. That's a trick question. You're... Okay, hmm. so Garrett has a chance to take a commanding lead lead here with three points. <sighs> Yep. I hope I took my steroids before this. In the movie A Christmas Carol, what was Scrooge's first name? Oh, jeez. Uh, we just did. We just did this for church. Man, it sounds like you guys are really getting uh, the word over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, was for like one, it, uh, it was. True. It was for like. <laughs> No, it, we did it for like some special. Uh, we do it every year. We do some kind of like crazy Christmas special, and that year we did a Christmas Carol. Um, it's uh, it starts with a, it's like uh, you, uh, mm-hmm. no, it is Ebenezer. Uh, Ebenezer. Caleb, you need to you yeah. need to score this to get it to keep in it. Um, what is the best selling Christmas song of all time? That's this is gonna be hard. The there's, best there's no selling. Way. Ooh. Yes. Um, I'm gonna give you a hint because this this is a tough one. It's by Bing Crosby. What's it called? Is it White Christmas? Mm. It is. Oh my! I, I shouldn't have given you the hint. No, so yeah, you shouldn't have for you. <laughs> I didn't think it was gonna get it up. I honestly didn't think you'd get it with that. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I'm sorry. It's too for me twice now. <laughs> All right. So that would eliminate eliminate uh, Andrew and leave uh, Garrett and Caleb. Garrett, you're up first. Okay. Find a finding a hard one here for Shoot you. Text. Oh no. Mm-mm-mm-mm. All right. In the movie Elf, how does Buddy get to the North Pole? Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, I'm trying to remember how he gets there. Doesn't well, like he he gets found by Santa, 
right? And Santa takes him sorry, there when he's on his deliveries. He's he's looking he hid a, he's in a, Santa's sack of toys. Oh, okay. But close. All right, Caleb. This, but is, not really. this is the tie it, okay? Okay. All righty. Let's find a good one for you. See, while Joe looks for that, I thought I was asking, how did he get to New York? Because he describes his long, perilous journey through the gun, gumdrop forest um, and whatnot. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. All right. In the movie, It's a Wonderful Life, what happens every time a bell rings? An angel gets its wings. Oh, that's too easy. Damn it. <laughs> that ties up. All right, we need a tiebreaker. So I'm going to read one. First person answer it right correctly gets it, okay? What was the first company that used Santa Claus in advertising? Coca-Cola. That's correct. Oh, is it really? It is. Dang. All right, Caleb, you're the winner of this week's holiday trivia. You're the most holiday person around. Congratulations. There's no prize. (laughs) You get Joe's second vaccine. You get my second dose of my vaccine. And that concludes (laughs) trivia this week. Thank you all for playing. All right. Thanks, Joe. Cheater. All right, we're gonna we're gonna get into some some nitty gritty here. Okay, this is this is what it's this podcast is really all about. Okay, we're gonna talk about goat conversations. All right, now many of you out there might be morons and consider total number of rings or championships to be the be all end all for. Uh, your GOAT conversation in terms of sports. But I'm here to tell you that that's wrong, okay? And I want you to change my mind about this. I I think that is part of it, but I don't think that that is the total encapsulation of what makes a player the best in his respective sport. So I, I'm open to having my mind changed. I'm not wrong about this, but um, I want to hear what you guys think because – People have so much, so many different pieces of criteria for for sports, and for and for our debate, we're just gonna keep it mostly just football and and basketball. But you can you can bring in other examples if you want. But I think, and here I'll start. I think the the goat in basketball is LeBron James, and I think the goat in uh, football is Aaron Rodgers. So. You guys tell me if I'm wrong and why, or if you agree with me. Man, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is the best thrower of the football. He's the most talented player. Gosh, I feel like I'd put Brett Favre over Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. Brett Favre has like 340 interceptions. Aaron Rodgers has 401 touchdown passes, and he's only thrown 92 interceptions. He's got like the best touchdown to interception ratio in NFL history. But he's only got he's only got one. I Super got statistics. Bowl, I know that is that is definitely a hitch yeah. in my argument. I will I will not deny I that go he's only got Brady one Super Bowl. I think that's the obvious. He's how many? Does he have five or six? He's got six, and he's been to what? Six. Eight. He's been to nine Super Bowls. Nine. I think if you're going to say LeBron is the GOAT in the NBA, you've got to say Tom Brady's the GOAT in the NFL if you're just looking at the numbers. What what if I wouldn't say LeBron is the GOAT in the NBA? What if you wouldn't? Well, I I would say Jordan. Who is? I just think he was overall a better player for the time. I mean, I'm I'm not super into really arguing it. That's just my personal opinion is Jordan. I think LeBron is also like... You know, just pretty much there. Like, I'd almost put them head-to-head. Like, it's the same. But if you had to have one person, I don't know, I would just go with Jordan. Because he was a different kind of playmaker in his time. Different than we'd ever seen before. Okay. Alex, Andrew? Um, I mean, I don't, I don't have any kind of opinion about the NBA MVP or GOAT because I don't really watch any NBA at all. 
But for, I don't know, for football. I don't know. I, I don't, I think it's, I don't think you can say Aaron, uh, Aaron Rodgers over Tom Brady. I don't, like, I mean, in, in 50 years, like, who are you going to remember? I think you're going to remember Tom Brady more than Aaron Rodgers. Okay, but here, see, here's my thing with that. I know everyone says Tom Brady because he's got six rings. But Tom Brady has also had Bill Belichick, the greatest coach of all time. He's had the two greatest kickers of all time, Adam Vinatieri and Steven Goskowski. And in 20 years, well, 19 years, no, 20 years, 20 years of playing in New England, 18 times he's had a top 10 defense, and Aaron Rodgers has only had that three times. So I, I understand why people tend to say Tom Brady because of just the pure championship pedigree that he has. But when I, I think when you take into consideration what Rodgers has been playing with in Green Bay, he's had a way worse coach in Mike McCarthy, and he's had some of the worst defenses in NFL history. And the fact that he even has one Super Bowl, I think, is in of itself a miracle. But I also understand why because Tom's got six, so it's kind of hard to argue that, you know, especially when you go to nine, it's it's pretty difficult to argue that he's not. What's but that's the, just my opinion. I'm sorry. And I, also, I was going to say, what's go the, the, the touchdown-interception no, ratio for these folks, for Tom and Aaron? Tom is – well, Aaron Rodgers is the best. He's Well, actually, it's Patrick Mahomes now. Patrick Mahomes is 5-1. to one, But Aaron Rodgers was in first before Patrick Mahomes got – to his 1500th pass attempt. So Aaron Rodgers is second right now at like 4.4.2 or something. So he's got 400. He just hit 400 touchdowns and he has under a hundred interceptions. No one else in the NFL has ever done that. And Tom Brady has like 570, 580 touchdown passes and only uh, 200 interceptions or maybe a little under that. So his is like 3.1. So Rodgers is, is much better. I just, I think Rodgers is – I don't know how much NFL you guys watch, but Rodgers makes throws that Tom Brady could never in a million years make. Throws that – Aaron Rodgers is just a better thrower of the football. He just he – can, he can move. He can throw the deep ball. He can do the short, intermediate stuff. I think he's just a more complete football player. And I think if you switch roles, if you put Aaron Rodgers in the Patriots system, he would have at least six Super Bowls. If you put Tom Brady – with Mike McCarthy and those horrible defenses like Rodgers had for 16 years, I think he has zero and maybe one championship. So it's just kind of like where you land. That's tough. I mean, yeah, I think that's for sure true. I, I mean, are we sure? Like, why, why is it for sure a quarterback that's the greatest of all time? Yeah, that's like I feel like that's I mean, like, the greatest of all time could have been a left guard, like. like what you know yeah i feel like it's just i mean but no one's gonna remember the super great left guard who didn't ever allow any sacks in his whole career just because that's their job is to not have their name called out right yeah that's that's a really good point you know basketball it's so much easier because it's five people like and you play both ends right yeah, that's that's a really good point, Alex. But and then it's... I mean, so kind of on that note, it's like, I mean, what? So yeah, like what? What makes you the greatest of all time? Like you're saying, like his ability to throw all kinds of passes, like because so he's like the most accurate makes him the greatest, or you, yeah. You know, so I'm like what? Right. I see. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So like for me, obviously championships matter, but I think it's like. That's a t- that's a team stat championships. I understand that quarterbacks are, you know, probably mostly responsible for for that because of how often they're touching the ball and and how many decisions they have to make on the field to guide their at least the offense to to points and to victory. But I think you have to take into obviously personal accomplishments stuff that like just mostly you are responsible for. I think Aaron Rodgers. I mean, obviously, his touchdown interception ratio, obviously, he's better than that. He's pretty much better than Brady in almost every statistic, statistical category outside of, you know, the, like the, the career touchdowns because Brady's played, like, five, six more years. 
But who, I mean, Rogers will probably pass him at some point. So I, and I think for Rogers to be the uncontested goat, I think he has to win two more championships because I think six is just Tom needed to win six because he was so bland and boring and just an average QB. He had to be in the right system for him to succeed. And I don't think you, I think Rogers and some of these other, like Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, I think they could be great in literally any system because of how good they are. And I think Tom just needed the right system. I'm not saying he's not great, but I just think there's you're calling him a system QB. Rogers is. <laughs> yes, I am. I think he's a little bit of a system. Would you change QB. your mind if he won a Super Bowl with Tampa Bay? No. It will never change my mind because he his prime is already gone. I've seen what he looked like in his prime, and prime Tom Brady is nowhere near as good as prime Aaron Rodgers. Now, I think Rodgers is a worse leader than Tom Brady. I think Rodgers is kind of – if he gets behind, he kind of quits like he did against the Bucks this year. I don't know if you guys watched the Bucks game, but he threw two picks uh, early in the first half, and their team got down behind. They were down – they'd scored – the Green Bay had scored the first 10 points. And then Rodgers threw two picks, and they got into a hole like fourteen to fourteen to ten, and they didn't score the rest of the game, and they just flopped and and lost. So that's what that's one thing I think Brady's always better. Brady is never out. I mean, just ask the Falcons. Hmm. Uh, Tom Brady has Andrew? more yards per season on average. He does, does he? yeah, yeah. Uh, four uh, four thousand one hundred thirty-eight to four thousand eighty-five. So not by a large margin, but he does have got more. Yeah, I think. Well, also, I think um, Rogers has been hurt more, so that's probably another. Uh, that's another uh, point for for Brady. He's more durable than Rogers has been. Hmm. Andrew, do you have thoughts? Um, if I had to pick, I mean, I'd still say Tom Brady's a goat. <laughs> Just because, I mean, goat doesn't really, it means to something different to everyone. <laughs> so, like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's not the most talented, but the great, greatest of all time is just such a vague thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of hard because everyone kind of has different criteria for it. I mean, because I mean, I'm just looking at this little stat sheet. You know, Tom Brady's played in 41 playoff games, according to this, and Aaron Rodgers has played in 18. And yeah. Tom has a 30 and 11 record versus 10 and 8 for Aaron Rodgers. And it's like, I mean, you know, you could say, like, well, he had a better team around him, so he's going to get more playoff games, but like, how much is that is attributable to him and his, you know, his leadership in the locker room? Like we, you know, you don't, yeah, you like, I, you, you, there's too many really like unknowns to say like, sure. And you know, I mean, what if Aaron Rodgers had been deflating footballs like his whole career, <laughs> where would we be then? Right. Yeah. Well, I, that's, I mean, that's a good point. I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's also, worth mentioning that i mean brady's also played in the worst division in in football the afc east is like historically one of the worst divisions the jets the, the bills and the uh oh help me out what's the other dolphins. one bills, and yeah and the dolphins have been historically like the worst franchises in the nfl so yeah. it's he's he basically he gets a buy every year because they're always they always win the division because of how bad it is. So he gets a bye, and then you just need to win one game to get to the AFC Championship game, and then what? And then one, and you're in the Super Bowl. So I think that's been a huge benefit. I'm not saying he's not great. I just think that I think there's more when you add like more context to it. I think his the quote unquote greatness or the goatness is not maybe not quite as like defined as we think. I it mean, is. I can see how like LeBron can be the greatest of all time because him and because what uh jordan has six right and lebron has yeah. four but like no one's even close to tom brady so i don't like i don't see how we can say someone with one super bowl is greater than like i i could see 
like I was saying with LeBron, you can argue that he was greater than Jordan, even though he doesn't have more yeah. uh, championships. But like, someone at least has to get like three to <laughs> say that okay, this guy's the goat now because he's way more talented than Brady and has yeah closer to <laughs> six rings. I mean, right. going back to football, it's I think another way you could kind of look at it is if you, you know, if you're fielding a team for next year and you can have any player from history, like in any year, like you know their their prime mm-hmm. year, like who would you pick? Yeah, that's actually a good way of thinking about it. Cause, but you know, because mm-hmm. you might say like, oh, well, Tom Brady's not going to be very good. You know, because he's just, you know, he's very good at his system working with the same people. So, like, you know, bring him to a new team, he wouldn't do that good. and Or, like, you know, the same thing. Yeah. But then it's like, you know, you start looking at, like, I mean, obviously, like, Patrick Mahomes we're just familiar with just because he's on the Chiefs. But it's like, you know, I feel like like he's versatile (laughs) enough to, like, where you could plug him into anything and, you know, he could do – okay i mean it's almost like you then look at like lamar jackson it's like well we just need someone who can run and you know can can complete passes when needed but it's mm-hmm. you know if you're going to a whole new team and new system who can you just plug in it's like that's maybe not the best way to look at it but i feel like that kind of eliminates the oh well, he was just good because he had the same coach and the same wide receivers for you know five years in a row Right. Yeah, that's that's what that's like one of my best that's one of the best ways that I like to look at it is if you were starting a team tomorrow and you you have the first pick, who who are you picking? And I I mean, I'm not even sure Tom Brady would even be like I'm not sure why you would want him. I know that sounds bad, but like what what is it that he what does he do exceptionally well? Like is there anything that you guys can like what does he do differently that you're just like wow, that is just that's remarkable. Like everything that comes down to Tom Brady is all like platitudes and stuff like, Oh, he, he motivates his team. He's, he's great in the locker room. You're like, okay, but like football field, like what, what does he do? What does he do that somebody else is like, man, he just finds a way to win. That guy cannot games, do what Tom Brady I mean, does. Like his record speaks for itself. I mean, yeah, but See, look at—it's uh, look at not like he's—it's not like he's got a bad like. <laughs> he finds a way to win games. Passer rating. It's like his uh, uh, touchdown interception ratio is bad. It's still top of you know top in the NFL or close to in all those you know areas. So, although uh, Aaron Rodgers and other quarterbacks might have an edge on him in certain statistics, Tom Brady wins more games. Yeah, but wins are not a QB stat. Wins are a team stat. So it's hard for me to to look at wins and losses. It like is the be all because that's the same. That's what I'm saying though with like the championship thing. Like just when you're looking at just wins and championships, that's you know that's hard for me to like. If we're only looking Maybe, at that, if, but if, if you're, like the, the criteria, day, you you're kind of limiting Rogers yourself to and be like, yeah, I had a great career. You want to be Tom Brady with six Super Bowls and be like, yeah, I threw a couple more picks than Aaron did, but I got six rings. You know, like at the end of the day, who do you want to be? I mean, I think that, like, that, yeah. you know, for Andy Reid, like, that's what they talked about him. Like, you know, he's almost a really good coach, but he just needs to actually win a Super Bowl. And, like, so when he finally got one, like, uh-huh. okay, now he is the complete NFL head football coach. So I feel like, I feel like, yeah, you might, you, mean, you might not like it, but the bringing home the championship is really what matters. So. Oh, I I don't disagree. I you need you need at least one for sure. But I just I don't th- I think we over we overvalue uh, wins and championships to be only a QB stat. And I think that just I think we just need. I to mean, change I think like what you say holds just, true. That's my like Robert Ory for the NBA. He's got like seven championships and he's garbage. Not garbage, but he's yeah yeah. But or, or Bill Russell. It's, Russell's it's got not like Tom Brady was an irrelevant player who just happened to win six, six Super Bowls. I mean, he had to carry his team, in, a, in essence, because he is the quarterback, he's the leader of the team, 
two all six of those, and he made it to three more on top of that. Did and did, I mean he had he's had great seasons where he dropped. Yeah. He's had what fifty touchdowns in a season, which is man, not very many quarterbacks can do that. Yeah, only and, three uh, have is done Peyton that Manning in, on your list at all? History of the NFL. Okay. Yeah, Peyton Manning's two for me. Peyton Manning second. I think Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. like, at least cerebrally, like, just mentally, I think he ch- completely changed the way people play quarterback. He he was literally the general manager of of the Colts. And I, I don't know if you guys watch any of that Pat McAfee show that I uh, talked about last week, but he goes into one of his stories is uh, talking about how Peyton Manning, he said if – he literally, if he wanted anyone fired other than the owner, if he wanted the coach fired, if he wanted a player cut, he, he, he got it. <laughs> like if Peyton didn't like you, you were out. So, I mean, he, <laughs> I think it's kind of funny, but, but yeah, Peyton Manning, I think is second. Who's, who's number three. Uh, right yeah. now, like all time, Tom okay. Brady. I think it goes one, two, three. Just I like don't that. know. We didn't talk about NBA at all. I don't. Did you guys all no, say LeBron, or, uh, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I they need their I own category. Like have a separate category for it. The affirmative action. Yeah, we need our own category because we're not good at it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't have an opinion on the NBA. Uh, no. Like leaning at all? Gun, gun to your head. Who do you pick, Michael? Okay. I think he's got a like killer instinct. <laughs> Joe likes the platitudes. Uh, <laughs> how do you argue it? True. How do you how do you measure that? How do you measure that? <laughs> He's you killed like more men. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Alex. Alex, I want to. You, you got to pick. You can't. You can't opt out. I. This isn't COVID. I don't know. And I feel like I would. Ha- I would say Jordan. Just okay. Because I feel okay. like I feel like they had to earn it more. Back then. Like I don't know. Okay. Like I feel. Okay. I mean, yeah. Okay, Caleb. You said. Uh, you said Jordan. Andrew, what do you say? Um, I mean, since I'd never really watched Jordan play, I don't know if I can give any good input, but if I had to pick, I would say LeBron because, like, I don't know. It seems like he wasted so much of his career trying to get the Cavaliers a championship, and he, like, yeah. dragged so many teams, awful teams, to the finals when he could have, like, been winning championships on better teams. So, yeah, especially early on in his career when he was like 20, 21. Yeah. He was wasting his career, yeah. And that's what I think. Yeah, I don't know. That's just what I think. I also think he's a more versatile player. I think he can he can play the one through five on offense and defense, and Jordan couldn't do that. So if I was starting it, if I was starting a team, I think I'd pick LeBron first. I think Michael would be second if I got the second pick too. All right, I think that concludes. I think LeBron's trash. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, he's not even good. Uh. <laughs> That's what people like. People that are obsessed with the arguments of like the guy. Yeah. Well, I think like they they can't even acknowledge that he's good. The people that like that thing, uh, Jordan's the goat. Yeah, it's like you can at least acknowledge they're like one and two. You don't have to just like keep shitting on LeBron. Yeah, just because you think Jordan's the goat. For, yeah, for, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. I know it's a lot of people. The, Skip Bayless, I saw put LeBron James. He's I think he had him at like nine or ten, <laughs> like all time. He had like so many players above above LeBron. I was like, you're just like this is. I know everyone says, oh, you're just a hater, but like you actually, LeBron, admit it. Like I, I don't know. I always th- I thought that was funny. Mm. All right. Okay. Another problem. Wait, who's going to soccer real quick? Everyone. 
Everyone, who's the goat of soccer? Okay. Alex? Yeah, I feel like it's hard to argue Ronaldo. Ronaldo, okay. Andrew? Mm-hmm. I guess Ronaldo. Man, okay. I'd say Messi. Uh, Caleb? Yeah, I was going to say Messi, too. I'm glad we agree on that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes. Donovan. Matt Beasler, dude. Matt Beasler. Yeah, we uh, okay, our next segment of the podcast is sponsored by Charles Ponzi Investments, Inc. Invest <laughs> with us today to receive 500% returns guaranteed. And trust us, you want to invest sooner rather than later. Thank you, Charles Ponzi Investments. <laughs> That's a good one. So I have pick of the week, and I have selected the the way I heard it podcast with Mike Rowe. Oh, I've listened Has to a few of those. Heard those? Oh. Uh, I've heard them. Yeah, they're good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They're they're like six minutes, but one minute is his, like good. his ad. So they're only like five minutes. Um, basically, they just kind of, he tells a story about either a person or an invention in kind of a roundabout way where he talks about the backstory and then at the end tells you what it actually is. And then everything kind of clicks together and you like, it all kind of makes sense. So like one that I remember the most is um, he's talking about how you know, back when houses were powered with coal, you get soot on your wallpaper. And so this guy like invented this stuff to like wipe the walls with it and called wallpaper cleaner. And, you know, they were making pretty good money. And then, you know, we didn't use coal anymore. And so now they had all this wallpaper cleaner that they didn't know what to do with. And the sun, he like added color to it made it smell better and started advertising it to kids. And that's when you find out that it was, that's how uh, Play-Doh was invented. It was used to be wallpaper cleaning putty. Wow. So they're like six minutes. And like, yeah, just like random stuff like that. And there's like, you know, like microwave was kind of discovered by accident. Cause a guy left a chocolate bar in his pocket um, and then it melted, and he's like, "Why did this melt?" <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're they're I mean, super short, so they're easy to listen to, like you know, two or three of them in the car. But I would recommend checking right. it out. What did you one. say it was called again? It's called okay. "The Way I Heard It" by Mike Rowe. And I'll turn it over to you. All Andrew. right. So. Actually, this kind of goes along with the similar to a goat uh, conversation, but it's headed in a different direction. We're talking the goats of NFL commentating. (laughs) So, well, actually not goats, because this isn't like, uh, this list isn't like who the best commentators are just ever, just my favorite um, ones right now. Yeah, top three yeah, right now. And the honorable mention uh, is Chris Collinsworth. <laughs> okay. I, I'm surprised to find on Twitter that a lot of people don't really like him. Yeah. Um, but about, I've always liked him. <laughs> Um, and then number three, I have Al Michaels. Classic. Um, number two uh, is I have Kevin Harlan. Um, I don't know if you guys know <laughs> who, which one that is. Uh, I think he used to do the Chiefs, just the Chiefs. He did, and yeah. he did. Uh, if it helped, he's the guy that did. Remember when the Dolphins scored on the Patriots? Yep. 
yep. and gave us the one seed. Kevin Harlan was the one calling both. He's like, I'm calling both. Like that. that yeah, guy. that's the guy. If you can't picture uh, him or his voice, um, yeah, that was good. And then number one is of course Tony Romo. Yes, Tony. Heck yeah, I love me some Tony. I don't Tony know Romo is truly the goat of all of Tara football. Who- Best player and commentator of all time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know if you guys if you take his like, commentating care about uh, who commentators are, but I really do because I noticed when I was watching some football games, like on Fox or ESPN, I'll mute it during the commercials, and then when the game is back on, I just don't even care to unmute it. I'm just like I don't care what these guys are saying. <laughs> I just leave it muted. So a lot of the games I just watch on mute. But um, please stop. Yeah, for these commentators. I mean, if you think some of the NFL commentators are bad, the college football, like Fox afternoon game, Tim Brando, he is the worst announcer I I think I've ever heard. He doesn't know, like, he was calling the K-State TCU game, and he didn't know what the refs were calling on the field. He was, like, trying to say how something wasn't targeting. It was, like, really clearly targeting. And then the opposite, like, two plays later, it was just awful. And he he spends half of his time when he's calling games replying to people on Twitter. Like, K-State fans were getting mad because he's, you know, he's not a great announcer. And so they'd, like, say something like, oh, man, you just need to be better at Tim Brando or whatever. And he'd respond and say, well, you can just mute your TV then. <laughs> like, in the middle of talking in the booth, he's replying. yeah i feel like announcers are one of those things where it's like if they're doing a good job like you don't really know who it is or like i mean it doesn't stick out to you unless they're doing bad then you're like who is this guy so i don't know if i i mean i I do know like Mm -hmm. al michaels is good i mean i don't have chris collinsworth is good also I, I don't know if there's any that I don't like, but I, I think I like your top three. Yeah, and I like uh, the commentators that like get excited with the game too, especially when it's mm-hmm. your team that's playing because obviously you're getting excited, so you kind of want to – you want the commentators to – you kind of feel like they're <laughs> excited with you. Yeah. Uh, Joe Buck hasn't gotten any love. Is he? Is he in the the top list eh, at all? Not. Nah. <laughs> I don't really care for Joe Buck that much. Uh, what about uh, Mitch Holtis for the Chiefs? Gus. Gus. Mitch Holtis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I guess I should clarify that I didn't really. I didn't count him as a. I was gotcha. just thinking of TV, but yeah, I would probably include him in like. Maybe the honorable mention. Maybe yeah, like I like him a lot. Um, yeah, yeah, he's really good. Garrett, who would you? Because I know you <laughs> know a lot of the commentators. Who would you have? Uh, three? The top three. I would say. Yeah, or four. Uh, well, the top. T- I think Tony Romo and Jim Nance are one and two. I think. Tony's one and Jim Nance is two. Yeah, I really like Jim Nance. Uh, I just, I don't know. I, I've always liked Jim Nance. I think he does a, a really good job. Uh, and then I would say, I mean, I know it's, I won't say, I Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth are, are two. I'm, I'm doing it in pairs because I think it's unfair to, because I think if one is good, the other one go, it goes well, well with them too. So I'm doing it in like duo. So Jim Nance and Tony Romer are one for me. Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth are two. And then I would say Kevin Harlan and Trent Green are actually three. I think those I think Trent Green is actually really good. And he's a Kansas City guy, you know? Gotta gotta show yeah. some Kansas City some love. Yeah, I forgot that he Yeah, commentated. He's good. <laughs> I think I think those are my top three. I think I don't know if you guys heard me, but I want to know who you guys your worst who you guys think that the worst commentators are, because I think that's even more interesting. Who you guys think are terrible. Oh, well, Caleb is just going over that. Actually. Dick Vitale. Oh, okay. I must have. You think Dick Vitale? Oh, yeah. He's, he's, yeah. Uh, he, he is terrible. I, I, 
Yeah, Dick Vitale, I think, is okay. So we're just going in all of sports. Dick Vitale for sure is up there. So he's just the one that I really I think, think of. Okay. I think Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are just, I, I don't, it's not that they're like terrible. It's they're just so, they're the exact same person. Like they're both so bland and boring with their calls. And the, I don't know. I, I've never liked any of Fox's commentators. I think they're all pretty average to below average. Hmm. I think for me, oh, Brent yeah. Musburger gets a shout out. <laughs> one of the worst. I, feel, I think. I think. I think he's. I think he's just past his prime a little bit, and uh, it's he used to do KU time games. to step down. <laughs> Brent Musburger. Before he went to Oakland or whatever, started doing the Raider games. He only does like golf, doesn't he? Now, what else is he doing now? Who? Brent Musburger. He does the Raiders. Oh, really? He does all the Raiders home games. Yeah, he's a huge Raiders fan for some reason. <laughs> yeah, right. That explains a lot. I. Uh... I mean now. Now we've kind of shifted to other sports, but Gus Johnson, I feel yeah. like, is a shout out for being mm-hmm. one of the best. If you're if you're looking for someone to get excited yeah. about your team, he's good. Like, you know, March March Madness, yeah. he's got to be he's got to be one of your. Mm-hmm. I agree for who you want calling the game. I definitely. I remember watching a YouTube video of. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever had that recommended. The best like Gus, <laughs> Gus Johnson uh, calls. Yeah, he might want to. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. good. <laughs> is uh, is uh, is Gus Johnson the one, the guy that goes uh, when uh, oh the God. Tennessee running back is running away uh, from know, everybody? He says probably. he's got to get away from the cop speed. <laughs> yes, that is Gus Johnson. I like that. He I, apologized I, I, for that touchdown okay. call. Uh, why that was so funny dude he should he should never apologize that was so funny uh, i think oh the i looked it up who the worst who the worst was and the worst grade is dick stockton and brady quinn on fox i forgot that brady quinn does uh mm. he does commentating for fox yeah, you can tell that, is... that commentators uh aren't very good if you don't even like remember that they do it, or you don't know their name. Yeah, that's true. What about uh, Greg Gumbel and Rich Gannon? Do you guys like them? I don't know if I have an opinion uh, on them. Like, yeah, they don't no, stand out them. to me one way or the uh, other. Do some, uh, do some games, but it's not, like, okay. memorable at all for me. I said Mitch Holtis, but if we're if we're gonna count radio, wait, uh, did Joe like say who his favorites were? Nope. No, I can hear Joe. I'll I think you can't hear Joe. Joe. You can't hear us. Garrett is the the part the problem child here. Oh, I'm sad. <laughs> Only the people who got the vaccine can hear Joe. <laughs> is that a side effect or a feature? <laughs> It's just like in Polar Express. Hmm. <laughs> All right, that was an interesting top three. I like that. That uh, that two, that uh, that call about the getting away from the cop speed that was in two thousand nine, mm-hmm. and I just wonder what. I know, the but just think about what the internet would oh, do yeah, like in its heyday now compared to two thousand and nine. <laughs> he probably wouldn't be. Uh, and that'd be a shame. Having a job anymore. Do you guys remember? Good thing he got yeah. out of the way in 2009. Do you guys remember that uh, guy that was commentating the Royals game? And, like, he was overheard saying something, like, uh, homophobic. Yeah. yeah, like like recently. <laughs> and then he, like, was calling yeah. the game while he was, like, oh, apologizing. Yeah. Is that the one you're thinking of? Mm-hmm. Like he's apologizing yeah. during the game. Oh, and there's yeah. a deep shot. That ball is going to be gone. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I'm ever going to be putting on this. 
as he's apologizing. <laughs> he's, yeah. <laughs> Imagine like a doctor doing a surgery and like messes something up and he's like trying to stitch the guy up or something and talking about how he's never going to be able to do another surgery again. What? This What'd guy's you say? not going to make go it. Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. All right. What a show. Indeed. Andrew, take us out. That's all, folks. Good. See you guys. (laughs) Too bad Garrett couldn't make it. Okay.